Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in hey, welcome in on a Tuesday. Thanks for being with us on the road today. Wes Moore, Justin Ake. We are in Cabot, Arkansas today. The Wizard holding it down back in the Oakland Race and Casino Resort studio. And we are here at the Freshman Academy Gym. It is the Reeves Brothers Basketball Camp. And we are here to hang out with the Reeves Brothers, mostly. And for those of you who don't know the Reeves Brothers, we're talking about Austin Reeves. The L.A. Laker and Spencer Reeves, his brother, who also plays professionally overseas. And we're also going to get a visit today with Logan Bailey, who's the head coach at Cabot High School, who is hosting them here. They've got a couple of other locations they're going to hit over the next few days. Spreading basketball joy all across the great state of Arkansas. And, Wes, it warms my black little heart, my dead, cold little heart, when I see guys from Arkansas who go on to great success, who come back and really get their hands dirty and put their feet on the ground and help other people. It is so cool to see. It's one thing to send money. It's one thing to support. It's one thing to put your name on something. It's another thing to come back and really get in with the kids. This is going to be such an impactful thing for these kids to see a freaking current NBA guy back at home in their town helping them through a uh, camp. It's just such a cool thing to see. I don't know Austin, uh, but I get the impression that he's very uh, humble. And uh, last year, he and his brother were talking and decided to put on a camp. And they they started at Lyon College. Just kind of, they thought it would be small. Well, they sold it out. I mean, <laughs> all sessions, and it was just, it was huge. And then they realized uh, we could we can do more, do you know, and reach out. And so that's what they're doing this year. They came to Cabot, they're going to Valley View, and then they're going back to Lyon College. You think of the numbers. So you just look in this gym, how many kids are here today, and then they're going to do the same in Valley View, and then they're going to do the same at Lyon College. So they're they're making a big impact uh, this week with uh, future high school basketball players. Pretty cool deal. It is. We've got uh, a full gym now, and there are many more that are going to come in a little bit here, I think. There's supposed to be, I think there's another round of kids that are coming in after this, so I think there's a whole other mm-hmm. group, but uh, it's cool seeing a Got a young guy out there who's probably, I don't know, seven or eight running around in a, spent, in a uh, Austin Reeves jersey, rather. Kind of cool to see. Um, also met a young Buzz listener, which I think if you got your kids listening to the morning show, while you're driving around, it's tantamount to child abuse, but I appreciate you tuning in. They're building buzz listeners for tomorrow, and we need all the help we can get, obviously. So we're going to be here till 1 today. They've got, as we mentioned, this camp here. I think they're going to be busy doing an hours-long uh, autograph signing deal for the kids who are in the camp from 11.30 to 12.30. But uh, we are looking forward to visiting with the Reeves boys and also with, uh, with Coach, Coach Bailey here. So we'll get to that coming up in a little bit. Talk a little baseball today, pro and college, and got a follow-up to the U.S. Open Championship. Pat Bradley will join us in the 11 o'clock hours. I was telling the morning guys, it's the first time Pat has been the second-best shooter on the show in a long time. Not ever, maybe, but certainly in a long time. And Pat, courtesy of River City Flooring, will join us after the Red-White Report, which is brought to you by Big O Tires. we got Brian Hendricks coming in, thanks to McClard's Barbecue. And really weird story in the world of competitive fishing this week, and I wanted to get Brian's thoughts on it. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but a pro fisherman, or team, I guess, went out and they caught a 600-pound marlin in a competition in North Carolina, the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament. They brought it in. It weighed over 619 pounds. After six hours of working it, it would have won on the grand prize. However, it had shark bites on it. And I don't know why that disqualified it, but it was a $3.5 million payout. They got screwed out of it because the thing had been chewed on by a shark. I don't know if it was while they were reeling it in or some other time, but some team that had less than a 500-pound marlin ended up winning the thing. Can you imagine getting DQ'd on that deal? 
The only thing I can think is like the humane aspect of it, that they didn't do a good enough job of bringing it in to the boat quick enough, and that allowed the sharks to hit it, and that's why they you know, do that. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing something out there. I, I can't wait to hear Brian's explanation. Well, the good news is uh, he will have one for us. He's actually pulled one in before, and he, he understands the rules and regs on this kind of thing, so he will tell us about it coming up. It is a weird story, though, without a doubt. But uh, looking forward to hearing the, the explanation. Um, let's see here. Got a top ten list. Sending text to the wrong person tops the list of modern life mishaps. I'm going to go through this list in a little bit here. Have you sent a wrong text to somebody? And have you ever sent a wrong text to somebody that had uh, negative uh, implications for you? Because I have heard some pretty bad stories of that kind of thing happening. I have been really fortunate, knock on wood, uh, that I haven't gotten myself in trouble by sending the wrong text to the wrong person, but I could see how that could cause some real angst for people. I've uh, done it once, and it was to a coach just in a, a, a text after having the conversation with the coach, and then I was sending it to someone else, and I sent it back to the coach, and it was more like, this is what he said. He said, do that, blah, blah. And so it was more awkward than, you know, hurtful or anything. It was just better than you, like, hey, this coach is a total idiot, but I yes. need you to go talk to yes. him anyway. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And, um, it, but it was it was awkward, and I had to explain. And look, that one for you. I'm sorry. I was sending that to somebody else. Uh, I can tell you about a bad example. One time, um, there was a guy that I used to work with who was uh, butting heads with the boss and sent a text absolutely destroying the boss I mean, just absolutely trashing him and unfortunately accidentally sent Send it to, to the, the boss. boss. And that is a real old blank moment. And he did get fired immediately, but it wasn't long after that that it did not end well. Mm. So you want to put a target on your back? It's a good way to start. Yeah. Will that edit button now help you that they've uh, introduced? You better get on it quick before they see it, see I guess. It? Yeah. I've never used the edit button, honestly. I have not either, but I've noticed a couple of texts that I have received as that little edited yep. at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even, honestly, I don't even know how to do it. I, I guess I hadn't looked into it. I think you just hold on it. Christian, have you done this? Surely you do. You're the tech guy. I'll try. Uh, I have not done it. No, I've never edited a text. See here? You just hold on the text that you did uh-huh. hit edit. Yeah. Huh. So you got to get to it Thank quick. Thank you. Yeah. Delete, 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 <laughs> real fast. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll do that uh, in a little bit. Uh, all right, let's talk some baseball. I got a chance to see the early game, and I know, Wes, you watched certainly the late game. Maybe you caught some of the early game, too. But uh, both SEC teams um, are alive for today, or at least two of the SEC teams are alive for today. Florida, of course, sitting in wait, sitting on, uh, on, on hold, I guess, for what happens between Oral Roberts and TCU. But Tennessee wins against Stanford. Unfortunately for LSU, they fell to wake which would have put them in a really good position. So now those two SEC teams are going to face off again, a rematch from earlier today. Are you sending me texts? And I, I, I am. I was it? trying to edit it. You suck. You need to edit faster, jerky. <laughs> he just texted me, you suck, Christian. What a jerk. <laughs> I was trying to go back and delete it. Yeah. And that's how... But mine doesn't have delete. Reply, undo, He's edit, 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 and, edit, edit. And then just, like, back it out of there. You're not going to be good at this. Oh, you're, you're screwed. I'm fired. You better be double-checked on that. Okay. Anyway. All right. Did well, that do it? Uh, let's see here. Is it still there? It's still no. there. No, you're not good at this. No. I deleted it, and it no. won't let me do anything. That's okay. Let's focus. Uh, yeah, I watched probably almost all 18 innings of both games. Uh, two great games. Tennessee down 4 to nothing. They come all the way back and rally, take the lead 6-4. The story was Chase Burns. He comes out of the bullpen. Uh, this is a guy who was um, looked to be uh, a, kind of the Hagen Smith guy for Tennessee. Took him from a starter role, put him in the bullpen because they know at times they need a great pitcher to come out of the bullpen, and he was great. He pitched six shutout innings. It's the most shutout innings out of the bullpen in the College World Series history, and he, he shut them down, man. They they had got nothing really going against him. Dude is He's special. Chase Burns is really good. He's got not just that 100-mile-per-hour fastball, but he's got a, a cutter or a splitter, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Does a lot of dancing and moving, and they, they couldn't hit him. And Tennessee comes back. They survive, and uh, they're on to play uh, LSU today. LSU, uh, Wake Forest, uh, the only two teams to be ranked number one this season in college baseball. And they squared off, and you got what you expected. Two really good teams going at it. Uh, LSU jumps out really because of some Wake Forest mistakes. Uh, they had a 
a left fielder, and they focused a lot on this during the telecast. It got a little annoying after a while, but the left fielder so yeah, make was, sure you do it now. was staring into the sun without his sunglasses on. He had his sunglasses on the top of his head, uh, and he lost the ball in the sun. And he was holding his glove up, trying to, and he just lost it, and it went over his head, and it turns into a run-scoring triple that, you know, that gave LSU the 2 to nothing lead. Why do you have sunglasses if you don't use them? Because the batter is in the shade, and they were saying that you, with the sunglasses on, you could not see the batter good enough to get a read on the ball. And what they were trying to explain, and Eduardo Perez did a great job of this, what you do, you put the, your sunglasses down on the bridge of your nose a little bit, so you're looking above your sunglasses at the batter, and as soon as the ball is hit to you, you just kind of flip them up, push them up, Sure. The bridge of your nose, and then you got them on so you can see. It's interesting. Uh, it, it really could have cost them the game, but uh, Wake Forest battled back. LSU, one of their bullpen pitchers, one of their weaknesses, uh, came in and, and lost the strike zone. They walked three straight guys, uh, scrapped uh, two runs together to tie it, and then the eighth inning, they got back-to-back. Well, I guess the second one wasn't a double. He, t- he played it safe, but they got a double and then a single down the line uh, to score the winning run, 3-2, to two. and then the ninth inning, they get the three outs, and they advance, and uh, they're in the winner's bracket along with Florida. And so today you got Tennessee LSU, and of course the early games Oral Roberts TCU LSU Tennessee tonight. Oral Roberts TCU the early game. Boy, Wake made a hell of a play here. I'm watching it in a replay in the eighth inning to save a run, and they cut down a runner at the plate. It was a ball hit the third base. The third baseman had to move to his right, goes outside the line, and double clutched and still able to fire home. The catcher makes a great tag and saves a run to keep it two-two. Otherwise, might have had extra innings last night. That's first and third. That's eighth inning for LSU to take the lead. Uh, that was tied two to two. So it's first and third. Nobody out. Throws the runner out at home on that great throw and great tag by the catcher. They re- reviewed it and looked it over, over and over, and they got him. He was out. Uh, and then they get out of the inning with a double play. So LSU goes first and third. Nobody out. Tie game. Eighth inning. Chance to maybe take the lead, win it, and they get thrown out at home. Next guy double play out of the inning, and then Wake scores a run and they win it. I mean, it's dramatic, great baseball down to the wire. Wake Forest moves on. Wake Forest awaits the winner of LSU in Tennessee tomorrow. That's the late game, and again, one six is the window for the next couple of days here. So we've had that, I guess, yesterday and today, and tomorrow will be the case. Florida, of course, waiting the winner of Oral Roberts and TCU. So that's what's going on with that. Um, I know we have a question already posted for the day. i got another one. Christian, what's the question of the day today so far? Our question is, who survives the elimination games today? LSU, TCU. I forgot what the options are, to be honest. LSU, LSU, TCU, LSU, Oral Roberts. Tennessee, TCU, Tennessee, Oral Roberts. Why don't you also put up, uh, have you ever sent a text unintentionally to the wrong person? Well, I think most people have done that, but have they sent one that was... uh, had have ramifications. Sent, yes. Have you had a? Okay, that's fine. Ask it that way. That's fine. I would also like to know. Tennessee, LSU are playing today. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to win? Neither. You, you, you're going to watch, right? I'll watch, it, but I'm not. You're not going to pull. You can't. You, you won't pull for either team. No, I have no rooting interest. That's hard for me just to watch a game without rooting interest. Well, then don't watch it. But I've been, no, I no. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch. Do you have it. a rooting interest? I don't know. I, I'm, Why would I'm you? So torn. Why would you? Why would you have a rooting interest for two teams you don't like? Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. So who cares? I mean, what, then you root for Wake Forest in the next round. I mean, I, I mean that's an easy one to me. That's just I root against them both, and somebody's going to win. And then the next one, I hope that Wake Forest buries them. Who would you rather win? It uh, doesn't matter to me. I'm asking. You got to pick one. I don't have to. I don't yes, care. Yes, I'm, I'm telling you. You I have liter- to pick one. I, I literally do not have a feeling on it. I do not care. I'll, I'll say for because we don't have any LSU rooting interest in the building, and we have one Tennessee fan. I'll say Tennessee. Okay, that's the answer to my question. There Thank you go. You. Fine. But no, I don't. I don't care. These are two teams that I vehemently root against. If it was Alabama, Kentucky, I mean, even Vanderbilt, like name a team. Yeah. I don't care. These are two teams I do not like. These are two teams I do not root for. If Florida was playing either one of them, I'd be rooting for Florida. Yeah. So that's all. I mean, these are the two that, like in baseball, I'd probably like the least. All right. Would you rather see? Uh, I, I feel like Florida's going to make. It. I feel like they're in control of their side of the bracket. You know, being two and zero, but oh, I don't know sure. that Oral Roberts or TCU has that kind of pitching depth to win three straight games now. But we know TCU can also explode offensively. Offensively, so we'll see. Hit them. Now, I feel like t- Tennessee's capable of making that run and beating Wake Forest and getting to the finals. I don't think LSU. It would surprise me if LSU won three straight games. They would have to take the TCU route. And yeah, go offensively. Yeah, I don't think they have enough pitching to win three straight games, especially two over Wake Forest. Would you rather see Wake Forest, Florida, or 
Tennessee, I think Florida, LSU, Florida. We called Wake Forest, Florida. We so, did. Yeah, I think I would like to see Wake Forest, Florida. I think those are the t- two teams that are the best and playing the best. So, sure. That's good by me. Then you probably want to see LSU win because I don't see them beating Wake Forest twice. I don't think either team's going to beat them twice. So It's interesting because it's funny you say that because I was reading a quote today as I was reading through the Arkansas Democrat. Because I'm going to pull the quote up. Computer's loading slow. But the uh, Wake Forest guys are feeling pretty confident. Their guy that closed out the game last night said something that I was like, wow, that's a pretty dumb thing to say. Um, and, again, you don't want to tempt fate. Um, this is Camden Menachi, my paisano. i got to go against him on this one. He's got some nasty stuff. Every single guy is having the time of their lives right now. That's great. You should yeah. be. Who can beat us? It seems pretty much impossible. So the amount of fun we have is truly incredible. Who can beat us? It seems pretty much impossible. You sound pretty much idiotic. Have you ever heard of baseball and how it goes sometimes? Baseball's the most unpredictable game, son. You're tempting fate. Your team's in great shape. But you won by one run yesterday, and you cut a guy down at home plate on a play that had to be reviewed. I wouldn't get quite so cocky, my friend. Yeah, you were in a hole because your left fielder lost the ball in the sun. Isn't that's that dumb, baseball. That's, that's, a dumb that's thing cra- to say. something crazy can happen like that. You could go out to that uh, tomorrow and hit line drive after line drive right at somebody, and then their pitcher have a you know just get enough outs and you, you lose the game. And you played well, but you lose one to nothing because they caught everything you hit. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's, that's one confident kid right now, I'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, he should be after yesterday, but oh, you just yeah. don't say that. He was throwing some smoke. He, he had nasty stuff. You just don't say that. Not very smart in my book. Um, okay, so i got a few uh, sports notes, and we'll take a break. Austin Reeves is going to join us at 1030. 10.45, we'll get his brother Spencer on, and then uh, we're going to get Coach on from Cabot here in the second hour, along with Brian Hendricks, Pat Bradley. Got a fun day for you. Fun watching these kids have such a good time, man. They're hanging on every word with these guys. Austin put on a little shooting extravaganza for them a little bit ago as well, so it's fun to watch. A couple of things. I don't think we talked about this yesterday, but the United States, congratulations to them. Should have given them a game ball if I didn't yesterday, but I don't think I did. They beat Canada 2-zip in the CONCACAF finals, and so uh, that was obviously significant. They also, I don't know if you saw this, they beat Mexico 3-zip the other day, or 3-nil, excuse me, soccer fans. Um, and then Mexico yesterday fired their coach. So they not only won, they got the guy fired. Also, I want to give a game ball, special late game ball, to Ricky Castillo, who is a Florida Gator, a national champion, uh, led his team to the championship last month, played his first professional tournament this week, shot 19 under and won it. How do you do? Wow. Not too shabby. What tour was this? At the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas Wichita Open. I don't know what. It must be the uh, Tight Lies Tour, whatever it's called these days. Not the not the next one. You're on t- not Corn Ferry? Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so next level down, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, we were talking about him last week because of the French Open. And then the year before, I guess maybe at Wimbledon, where he came in, got to the semifinals and lost to Alcaraz. But uh, Francis Tiafo, the American won a grass court title over the weekend in Stuttgart, Germany. It was his first grass court title, and he did it in four sets. And uh, he's back in the top ten, or ranked in the top ten, and it's the first time there are going to be two Americans in the top ten in more than a decade. So he joins Taylor Fritz. Did you know ever hear of Taylor Fritz? Never. He's a top ten tennis player from the United States, and he and Francis Tiafo are both in the top ten now. So kudos to him. It's good to see it. We've been waiting a long time for American tennis to be relevant again, and it is good to see we've got a couple of top teners. Also, kudos to Venus Williams, 43 years old, ranked 697, upset the 48th-ranked player in the world in Birmingham, England, on grass this week. And I don't know if she's played again. This was from a couple of days ago. Um, Maybe she plays again today or tomorrow, but... She uh, she lost to a 17-year-old last week in the Netherlands. This week, she gets on a grass event and wins against a, a top 50 player. So kudos to, to Venus. It's been a while since she's been uh, relevant, relevant and in, in the mix. Ricky Castillo did win on the Corn Ferry Tour. 
Shot 19 under for the tournament and went to a uh, three-man playoff and won on the first hole. How about that? Yeah. Tough way to win. All right, we got some uh, Asher Record Live fan feedback. We were talking about texting the wrong person and impact. John Q says, I had a friend's girlfriend sent me a see-through lingerie pic, and yes, she is firecracker hot. Uh, I assume that it was an accident, is his point. But uh, kudos to you. Do you respond? Do you even respond? No. Just pretend like it never happened. Um, I I don't know if I want to tell this story or not. Oh, please. (laughs) Yes. Um, you got to tell it. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. No. No, you don't have to name names. Okay. I shouldn't tell this Just story. Just an anonymous person. Um, somebody that I used to be with sent me a text on accident one time, an intimate picture. There was no nudity, but it was clearly a boudoir picture mm-hmm. with another person mm. on accident. Mm. And I let it sit for a while, and I was like, hmm, what do I do here? And it was just like... And when you say a while, do you mean like a couple minutes or days? No, a few hours. Uh I just let it marinate. Uh Uh-huh. And... God, I don't want to tell this story. It's so bad. I shouldn't even say this. Um, What'd you do? The person was painting her toenails in the picture, clearly in bed. And so, so I sent a text and I said, it's a good color on you. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. I didn't want to be mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but it was an, clearly an accident. It was funny as hell. And so I didn't know what else to do. You handled it well. Yeah, I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah. I'm sweating right now. This is so bad. <laughs> you're, you're a little red. Oh, God. It's you, ne- you never turn red. Uh, Ashton says... I've had two days in a row now. <laughs> Wes, uh, LSU pitching allowed just three runs. Pitching is not the issue. LSU didn't get the bats going with timely hits. Coach left starter in too long. Thatcher came out of the pen and pitched well. But you do start to run out of pitching, I think, maybe is Wes's point. Yeah. Wes, I want to speak for you. No. Um, two S's in Wes, by the way, Ashley. Thank you. Um, that was their stud out of the bullpen. They have uh, one other that they can go to, but um, don't forget, you're playing Wake Forest, and they've got the best pitching staff. It wasn't a problem with the bats. I would say it's a problem with Wake Forest pitching. They're really good. Uh, Christian, we're going to go ahead and hold the break for a few minutes because Austin's popped over here to hang out with us for a second, and I know he's really been looking forward to this today, so we don't want to make him wait. (laughs) No, that's cool. We we got you. You're trying to do a cam, so it's all right. Austin Reeves. How are you? Good, how are y'all? You do a, do you a big process? Yeah, exactly. Some things never change, huh? Never. Let me get that. Let me fix that mic. No, you're good. Put it back on. Let me let me just adjust your mic here. Just make sure everybody can hear There you go. Yeah. Uh, good to see you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate y'all for having me. I was singing your praises earlier. You couldn't hear us because it was loud in there. But I was saying I think it's so cool to see a guy who's an active NBA player not only contribute to something or you know put his name on something, but to come back and... You know, put your boots on the ground and get out of with the kids. It's such a cool thing. You're having such a cool impact today. Obviously, something was meaningful to you. What what led you back here? What made you want to do this? Yeah, I mean, uh, I just remember when me and Spencer were younger, going to camps, uh, all the fun we had. And then just to be able to, you know, inspire basketball, uh, you know, because that's obviously something me and Spencer both love, uh, our family loves. So just to be able to get back and kind of kickstart, I mean, because these kids are young, you know, if you can kickstart, you know, working at a a young age, then you have a chance to, you know, you know, build good habits and put uh, the work ethic in, in their life. Yeah, I heard you guys say that a key thing, you're not going to get better today, but you can certainly get some skills in here that you can utilize going forward that that you can move on with. So where'd the love of basketball come for you guys in the family? Mom, dad? Uh, Yeah, I mean, we played a little bit of everything, though. Mom and dad both played college, um, but it was really baseball for us at first, um, and then kind of... We played too much of that, and then basketball was kind of the next cool thing to do. And I think we started playing around fifth, sixth grade. Spencer, you know, started taking it a little bit more serious than I did um, at that age. But around probably my eighth, ninth grade year is when, you know, I really fell in love with it. And then I had shoulder surgery, and I couldn't play for, uh, I think it was like six, seven months, and it was just eating me up, like burning burning my insides because I couldn't play. And then that's when I knew, like, it was something that I really wanted to do. When you uh, look at his role in you as a bat, what does he mean to you as the bigger brother? I mean, 
if I have to give credit to somebody for me being where I'm at, it would have to be him, uh, mostly just because I remember when I was in seventh, eighth grade, I wanted to go hang out with my friends, and he was going to the gym, and he would drag me to the gym. I didn't really want to go at that age. I was, like I said, wanting to do other things, and he would pull me out of the house, you know, and he instilled what, you know, we're kind of trying to do with, you know, these kids and uh, others. So, you know, he... He's the reason probably that I'm where I'm at is because he taught me that, you know, where we're from, you're not going to get as many opportunities, so you got to put in way more work than everybody else. Talking to Austin Reeds, if you're just tuning in, you know, a lot of people say that uh, Newark and Los Angeles are almost <laughs> like the same town. Basically. Yeah. So how's the adjustment been for you? What are some things you like about L.A.? And obviously, other than traffic, what are some things you don't like? Well, you, you hit it right on the head. I hate the traffic, um, but... I'm a homebody, so uh, the the change hasn't been too much for me just because I stay in the house, stay in the gym. Uh, other than that, play a lot of golf. Uh, so LA's amazing for golf year yeah. round. You know, you get you know consistently 60 to 75, 80 degree weather, so you can, like I said, play year round. But the adjustment's been great for me, just because, like I said, I mean, I'm there to do really one thing, and that's play basketball and you know work on my craft every day. So. I stay in the gym, I play video games, and, and golf, that's really it. When you're a Laker, can you get on an L.A. Country Club? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, have you played there? I've played, uh, so I haven't played LACC uh, yet. I've been asked to go a couple times, but they've been making people play off mats for the last, like, year because of the <laughs> tournament. Sure. But I've got out to a lot of uh, a lot of the really nice courses, Riviera, mm-hmm. uh, Hillcrest, so I've, I've got some really good golf in. I like that. You were there this weekend? I was. How was it? It was great. Uh, that's the first. That's the first tournament I've ever been to. Um, the way that they make it look so easy is is very impressive. So um, I had a lot of fun. You know, family went with me. So um, you know, it was, a, it was a special moment. We uh, obviously have followed your career since high school. You were, you know, you had some legendary moments in your high school days and moved on to college. I'm not going to ask you to to trash or bash anybody, but I think a lot of people still scratch their heads about how you got out of Arkansas and ended up at Wichita State. Can you can you tell us like was there was there conversation, flirtation? Was there interest each way? What was the situation with with Fayetteville? Uh, not really. Um, I think they called when I uh, when I committed to go to Wichita State. They called and offered me a preferred walk on spot, which I mean, respectfully, I had to decline. Sure. Uh, you know, I already had the Wichita State offer, and I mean, to be completely honest, at that point, you know, the basketball Wichita State was, you know, uh, probably top fifteen in the country. Yeah. Uh, I think we were third my second year there for a long time uh we're really good but uh i don't know i I can't really answer that question because i don't have the answers what'd you learn from your experience at oklahoma that maybe you got that was a little different from wichita state uh just how to be a pro i mean because coach kruger's been a part of you know really good teams and really good individual players you know you had buddy you had trey um and seen a lot of basketball and i remember he come to me I think it was my red shirt year and was just like, I, I think you can, you know, be a first-round pick. I think you can play in the NBA. And when he said that, that really uh, resonated to me just because of, you know, all the talent that he's seen. So it really, you know, made me believe more in myself that I could get to this level. What was your moment in the NBA when you, you knew, wow, I'm here? Yeah, that's that probably came... It probably came in, in when Bron had his mini camp, uh, just because of the the people that was in the gym and the you know we had it was Bron, AD, Russ, Melo, Dwight, Rondo, uh, Trevor Ariza. Like that was, and we played a couple scrimmages and I had, I played really well and uh, that was kind of the moment that I was like, oh, I can like compete at this level. But as far as like just in game, I think it was our second game of the year we're going to get blown out by uh, Phoenix I believe and I, coach put me in to start the fourth and I think I had like seven or eight quick points and that was when I was like at another point where I was like oh like you know I could I could really you know make a st- put, put my stamp on the game and, and contribute in positive ways. When you're in that gym with Braun and all those for the I mean what's going on inside? What are you, what, what are you feeling? I've told this story many times it was uh, so it was the first day at Braun's minicamp I was the first one there and then like I said everybody starts rolling in and 
I'm putting my shoes on, and you know, I've played basketball a billion times in my life, so um, I get out there shooting around, you know, and then we start like five on oath script. We're running through like kind of just actions and swing, swing, catch, shoot, whatever. And Bron drove baseline and through and you watch Bron, you know he don't throw one pass that doesn't have speed on it. So he throws a missile at me, and I'm in the corner, and I'm supposed to catch and shoot. And it was like slow motion in my brain. It was like, just catch the ball. Like, <laughs> don't miss the pass. And then when I caught it, I was like, okay, check one. And then, so it's in, we're in the left wing. And I was like, I'm about to shoot it. I'm like, all right, don't hit the side of the backboard or don't airball it. If, I'm, if I hit the rim and I miss, I'm cool with it. So I shoot it, and it feels completely horrible. I think I'm making nothing but net. And that was the, that was the biggest sigh of relief of my life. I was like, okay, I think I'm good now. So, uh you know, it was special to look back just my journey and, you know, how all of it kind of unfolded um, and then just to be in that position with all those, you know, Hall of Famers. By the time you got out on the court the first time in, a, in an NBA game, I mean, was it were you comfortable by then? Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, you, you're in the gym literally every day um, and you don't practice as much, but you work on your game and you, you're around professionals that teach you, you know, what you need to know to, you know, prepare yourself for the game, so... I mean, after the first, I mean, probably, and we were getting beat by 30, so uh, that kind of probably helped a little bit because yeah. it couldn't have got much worse. So, um, but yeah, at, at that point, I felt pretty comfortable. So I was noticing today, I was looking for your Twitter handle, and I didn't see one. No social media for you? I have Instagram. Uh, I actually recently started a a, a golf TikTok because I love to, or I love golf so much, uh, but not really. I stay off of it. Uh, don't really read too much about it, you know. Because, I mean, I have a lot of my family that reads it, and they send me all this stuff. And I would say more than 50% of it's just out of the blue and not true. Yeah. Um, so There's that. I stay <laughs> off of it and, and kind of just stay to myself. Talking to Austin Reese, if you're just tuning in, there was one going around the Internet. I'm sure you heard about this <laughs> with you and Taylor Swift. And it is yeah. amazing to me how many people thought it was legitimate. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, I had a couple of my friends. Uh, I was talking to one, and he was like, he was like, the amount of people that asked me if this is true. He was like, I finally looked at him and was like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> so I was like, thanks. This is how it gets started. But, no, nah, I mean, you can't you can't really put too much thought into the Internet. And, you know, because stuff like this goes on. It's nonstop. Do you get recognized a lot in L.A.? Yeah. Uh I don't know if y'all noticed, but I'm working on my beard. So really looks good. I think it's uh, hiding me a little bit. And then when I was at the tournament this weekend, I had a hat on. So I think nobody's ever really seen me in a hat. So I was hiding a little bit. But uh, it's getting worse, um, which isn't a bad thing. But um, like I said, I'm to myself. Uh, I don't just – I'm not playing basketball and doing what I do right. for the fame and all of the extra stuff. I just kind of like to be by myself and – you know, uh, chill. We told the story about your. Uh, we got a saw a news story about your shoe deal. Congrats on that. Thank you. How did that come about? And what, what, what can you tell us about these? Where, do you have a signature shoe on, or we, I, we have these? I have them on right now. Let me, let me get a oh, pick of those. Yeah. Let's see these bad boys. So how did the signature shoe thing come about? Uh, you know, rigor. We we started a partnership uh, this past summer, and you know, really just wanted to grow something. Um, they're a newer uh, Chinese shoe brand that. You know, it's kind of been the story of my life is kind of like an underdog mentality. You know, it kind of started with the agents that I picked. They didn't have a, a guy that um, in the league. So I kind of I was the first guy that, that, you know, made it to the NBA. And, you know, I kind of like that route of things. I don't like, you know, going a, and being a part of something that's already, you know, huge. I want to, you know, kind of try to build some. So this, I mean, we started a partnership, like I said, last year, and, you know, it's been nothing but great. Uh, and then they come to, you know, me and my agents, uh, like, towards the, the start of the playoffs and, you know, with this idea. And, you know, we just kind of had talks throughout the playoffs. And, you know, honestly, it was just, you know, I'm blessed to, you know, be in this position and uh, have an opportunity to have a signature shoe because, you know, not many people have that. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, our producer, Christian, is the NBA insider on our show. So he, okay. does, he watches the NBA more intently than For sure. either of us do. So he wanted to ask you a couple questions about the league. Go ahead. Sure. Hey, Austin, I wanted to ask, yeah, like he said, a few questions. But the first one is, what is the best piece of advice you've got from LeBron? Uh, really just be myself, you know, because he, he was one of the first people that, or, uh, yeah, people that really saw what he 
I had and what I brought to the table. So it was really just, you know, because I was trying to, you know, defer to others and kind of fit in the role and, um, you know, like I said, defer. And, you know, he come to me many a times and was just like, don't, don't do that you know be yourself you the way you play is gonna you know you know make people better and um it'll help you as well so you, you really just be yourself you're a free agent now a restricted free agent so you don't necessarily have control over where you go the lakers can match whatever offer but what is the most important thing for you in free agency is it money fit what is it uh, fit would be the the number one thing. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, money is obviously another thing. But uh, if you're not in a good fit and a good place where you feel comfortable, then you're not going to be able to be yourself, and you know that affects the money in the long term. Honestly, if you think about it, uh, so fit is the main thing, and you know, I feel real comfortable in LA, and I, you know, I love to be there. We're going to have to hit our break here. I know we got Spencer coming up in a minute, but uh, what's your plan the rest of the summer after you get through camp week here? Uh, so I, uh, I'm i playing for Team USA in the World Cup, so uh, I think like August 2nd I go out for that and start you know practicing, working out, and then we travel overseas to start playing. So um, probably after this week it's a lot of, you know, early mornings in the the gym, lifting, and then golf afterwards. But uh, just getting prepared for that because you know I've never done anything like that. Played overseas, yeah. so uh, hopefully I can I can go contribute and help win a World Cup. That'd be cool. Yes, hey, who, who's all on the team? Uh, I'm not sure to be honest. I've seen a couple people. It was like I think Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. I think Bam committed to play. Um, I haven't really seen the full roster yet. Gotcha. Hey, Austin, there was a rumor that Germany was trying to recruit you. Was there ever any possibility of you playing for Germany? Yeah, there was. And I I actually had no uh, no intentions of playing this summer and uh, because Dennis. Uh, Dennis is German, obviously, and... Um, we had talked about it many a times about you know the World Cup and stuff, and I didn't have any, you know, um, not interest, but I didn't. I wanted to kind of take the summer off with it being free agency and kind of making that the main thing. Um, but when the U.S. called and offered you know a spot to go play for you know the country, I couldn't pass it up. It's awesome. Well, good luck this summer. Thanks so much, and again, man, kudos to what you're doing here, sure. and uh, hope you guys make it an annual thing. For sure. You no keep doubt. doing it. We'll keep coming. Sounds good. <laughs> Appreciate right. y'all. Thanks, Austin. Yes, Appreciate sir. it. All right, that's Austin Reeves, and we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to get Spencer on in just a second and uh, visit with him about camp and uh, his pro career. Thank you. He's playing over in Germany, and we'll uh, we'll visit with him in a little bit. Stay tuned. Because it's hard to survive when you're living in a concrete jungles, and these girls keep passing me by. She looks fly. She looks fly. Women say, my, my, my. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a ball. Oakwan Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. This is Sports Center. The NBA draft is coming up on Thursday. There's not much debate about who should be the number one pick. It looks like the Spurs will take France's Victor Wembanyama. The conversation about number two, though, is a bit more interesting. The folks in the running, Brandon Miller out of Alabama, the star forward, and Scoot Henderson, the guard from the G League. The odds shifted dramatically yesterday in favor of Scoot Henderson. It's long been considered that Miller will be the number two pick by the Charlotte Hornets, but Henderson is gaining some momentum. We'll have to see what happens on Thursday night. We're also expecting a couple of Arkansas Razorbacks to go in the first round, at least a couple of them in the form of guard Anthony Black and also guard Nick Smith Jr. We'll see where forward Jordan Walsh falls in the first round if he does go in round number one. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Courtney Ballantyne here for the Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. 
Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire, because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guatney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. for Buick? Guatney for GMC, Guatney for life. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. We got hibachi, too. Chicken, shrimp, filet, lobster, grilled vegetables, savory fried rice, and super salad. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Hey, I'm Joseph Pena with the Arkansas basketball team. Great news. Bell and Sword and Conway has everything for dad. Belts, cufflinks, wallets, colognes, cool and colorful happy socks, U of A and UCA polos, swim chunks, sport coats, shirts, summer slacks, and shorts. Remember, Bell and Sword is the only men's store in central Arkansas with Taylor on staff. Bell and Sword, 1016 Oak Street in Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Market, Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help us with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. J.D. Power ranked Shelter Insurance number one in customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region and number one in price. See Candace Alford in Gravel Ridge, Brian Cress in North Little Rock, or Michelle Herring in Whitehall. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. I'm on an island. All right, welcome back. It is 1049. We're here in Cabot today at the Freshman Academy Gym. They've got the Reeves Brothers Camp happening, and we talked to Austin, and now the, uh, the brains of the operation, right? Older brother? Uh, I guess you could say that. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Spencer Reeves joining us. Appreciate you coming on, and uh, thanks for having us today, man. I appreciate you letting us come up today. It's been no, cool. no, for sure. We're glad you guys could make it. Well, I just I kissed up to your brother, so I guess I should kiss up to you. I think what you guys are doing is awesome, and coming back and impacting kids. And he talked about it. You guys going to campus, kids, and the impact it had on you. And obviously, you guys are trying to get back here. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we only had one at, at Lyon College last season, and it was kind of thrown together. We. It, we were never able to do it with Austin being in college and NIL wasn't a thing, so I couldn't put his name on anything. So we wanted it to be something we did together, and last year was the first opportunity, and it went 
you know, you know, I wouldn't say surprisingly well, but it went pretty well, and uh, we decided why not bring it across to Arkansas, and uh, we were able to have one here at Cabot in the central region. Uh, we have one coming up in Valley View, and then we have the other one uh, to finish at Lyon College again. So, you know, we're trying to expand as much as possible. We love bringing the game back to back to the kids. What's the age gap between you all? We are, me and Austin are two and a half years. So we, we actually played two years of high school together. Okay. When, when I was a senior, he was a sophomore. What was the, Do you remember the first time he beat you one-on-one? I would say it or was, has he? he has, yeah. yeah. I, that was one of the main questions from the campers yesterday was, who wins in one-on-one? Well, I told him the truth. It's about it's about even one-on, you know, 50-50. And um, I would say probably a senior, junior, senior in high school where he was getting a couple games in. Uh, but it's just, it's progressed. And it's about 50-50 now. We're about even. Well, you got to be proud of that. That's pretty good. Oh, I'll take it. That's excellent. So your career obviously has been successful as well. A different path. You go to Europe and you played five Yep, I years? just finished fifth, uh, my fifth year in Europe. So how's that been in Germany? So most recently, are you going back there? Yep, I think I'll be going back to Germany. Uh, not sure where yet, but uh, I spent three years in Spain, lowest like third division Spain. I started in, played with a couple of our coaches here, and uh, yeah, just worked my way up. And finally, I'm in a you know a pretty good league, you know, doing doing pretty well. And uh, yeah, I just want to play it. All my mentors, all coaches, people I look up to, are like play as long as you can because you know you'll you're only young once and one day the ball will stop bouncing. Do you want to coach at some point when you're done? Yeah, I, that was always the dream before, and you know it's at this point I I really don't have any idea. It has to do with something basketball. If it's skill development, like these kids, if it's camps, if it's you know maybe being a, a, a sports agent. I've gotten a little bit being around Austin, and, and I have an agent myself. Um, around that field, or maybe it's back to coaching. I, I really don't know, but something with the game of basketball for he, sure. He mentioned your parents were college athletes. They both played basketball. They did, yes, sir. Yeah, both at Arkansas State. They were uh, both. I think my dad started at point guard three years, um, and my mom only went there. Came from JUCO at North Ark, and yeah. averaged I think like nineteen twenty a game. So they can play. Do? They yeah, can like play. It. No doubt. That must be uh, some good family basketball games some horse some shoot arounds yeah mom likes to brag that she used to beat us but i like to say that we were too young to even remember that so it shouldn't count but uh no they they were super you know competitive in everything that's where austin and i got our competitive drive it was anything we were doing it was you know we were we were trying to beat each other no matter if it was chess checkers basketball baseball football in the yard we were always you know getting into fights and arguments but our competitive spirit really came from our parents but we can look back now and think you know be really thankful for that what's the long range goal for you what do you hope to do as far as bass playing basketball well it's just i've always told people ask you know how long you want to play what do you want to do you know it's a long way over there i've been over there by myself for for 5 years now um, they asked me, you know, what I want to get out of it, and I told them, I, you know, I'd stop playing if I got to a point where it wasn't good enough for as a career, you know, even money-wise. It's a business at this point, but also I didn't wasn't loving the game anymore. Luckily, year six coming up, um, I'm in a top top league, Germany, which is a well-respected league, um, doing pretty well, and like I, I mean, I'm going to do it as long as, as as I'm still enjoying it, still waking up and my body feeling pretty hurt, but I I, I can't I can't stop. How much are you able to keep up with his games when you're overseas? It's tough. With him being in L.A., it's tough. Um, I was able to, when he was finishing up at Oklahoma, me and uh, a couple of these coaches here, when we were playing in Spain, would stay up, you know, 1, one o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning to watch a game. But with him being in L.A., the games don't start until 4 a.m. most of the time. And luckily I'm able to watch it the next day if, if I hear it's a good game. You know, there's 82 games. So, you know, with a busy practice schedule and stuff like that, it's uh it's hard for me to catch them all, but if I hear he has a good game or the game is worth watching, my wife might tell me that hey, you need to check that game out. Like, it's a good one to to go back and watch. So I, we stay in contact a lot and talk about games and stuff like that. But I catch them when I can. I like those Sunday games when they come on about 9:30 p.m. my time. We uh, asked him what his when it kind of clicked for him. Did you have a moment where you're like? Little bro might play in the NBA. Did you have a, did it click for you at some point? Well, I tell people this all the time when they're like, you know, do you expect him to be doing this? I'd be lying if I told you that I expect him to be the go-to guard on a Western Conference, you know, finals team. We always saw it at a young age. People in the, the tight-knit circle and the close circle that we grew up with saw that, you know, he had a chance to be special. We didn't know what it was. You could just tell there was something different about his game, the way he moved, the way he, you know, facilitated to us even in high school. As a 5'10 freshman, you could just see his game was different. And I think it just has been a culmination of him putting in the work 
from freshman on through high school, getting better every single year, growing a little bit, and then also putting it all together at, at the college level as well. Talking to Spencer Reeves, if you're just tuning in, we're up here at the uh, Reeves Bros Camp here in Cabot, one of uh, many this week. You guys have a busy week. What are your best memories of playing together in high school? Oh, I would say winning two state championships for sure. Like that's, I tell people all the time that you know those high school days might have been like the most fun I had playing basketball because it didn't matter. You know, it wasn't college where you were really trying to you know the best players from every team coming in competing to get minutes, and it's not pro basketball because you're not you're not playing for a paycheck. You know, it was high school. We played with two other sets of brothers um, growing That's up. Cool. So it was like we grew up together, and we were going to go out and do whatever we could to win, and we were able to do that a lot, uh, thankfully. And Yeah, I would have to say the two state championships and just how close we were as a unit. Me and Austin were sitting and talking the other day and just kind of like catching up until about midnight or 1 o'clock about, hey, remember this trip when we took, you know, uh, we were playing down in Hampton or something, and it was just cool to catch up. We won a lot of games, and it was, basketball was really fun back in high school. That's why, like, kids should really enjoy it when they get to play the, the, the sport. Yeah. What's been the best kind of proud brother moment for you? Um, I think it was, you know, Austin has always talked about, like, proving proving people wrong and you know no one thought he could be dry. I mean it's been a it's been a success story honestly for both of us coming up playing at small Cedar Ridge people didn't think he could play you know let alone at Arkansas let alone at any division one school they thought he was low major mid major and it's really just the culmination of everything you know being able to prove those people wrong um, and just really it's not even about that but it's about showing the kids that like you know you can come from wherever and make your dreams a reality maybe it's not the NBA because it's tough to get there but um, I'd say just him being able to culminate, you know, everyone telling him no, everyone telling him he wasn't good enough, to being on the highest level of basketball in the world and, and making a big impact in a winning, uh, winning successful way. You guys, go ahead. Have you seen him play in person in the NBA? I did. Uh, when I finished my season this year around, like, I think it was May 9th, I flew the, two days later to uh, San Francisco to catch game five against the Warriors. Um, I just packed everything up and flew straight to San Francisco, watched game five, watched game six. Um, yeah, the game six was really cool. They got to close out the Warriors then, and then I went back out for game three and four when they played the Nuggets. Those are the first time I got to see them play since uh, 2018, actually. So, you know, it, since I've been overseas, I you know my his season has always finished before mine. So it was actually, you know, I, I would say cool that we – didn't do as well as we should have this year, but then I got to finally see him in person and actually watch him in a huge moment in a in like crypto to close out the Warriors. I'm gonna figure out how to get him over to Germany to watch you play. Well, I tried during All Star break, but I, you know, 82 games that he don't want to do nothing but go home and sit on the couch and do nothing else, just relax because they play so much. Yeah. I, I I completely understand. 100. <laughs> Listen, kudos to you and your brother. I appreciate what you guys are doing here. Thanks for letting us come up and be a part of it. Today. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for Thank coming. You. We awesome. really appreciate it. You bet, Spencer Reeves. Great stuff. We're going to hit a break. It's 10.58, hour two coming up next. Pat Bradley will join us, and uh, we will have much more coming up. Stay tuned. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment, get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel, kitchen, bath, living,